Hello and welcome to the first episode of Space Time Taco in the year 2021, I believe. I don't think we recorded one yet. Yeah, we haven't recorded one yet. Um, yeah. Hi, I'm, I'm Chris, a.k.a. Time Lord Rita. We skipped a month. It happens. People take a month off. <laughs> Look at the government. They take all the time they want off and don't fix shit. This well, is... I'm Nate, a.k.a. Little Teapot. A.k.a. Nate Bit. Nate Bit. That's a thing now. We're gonna, Thank you, Larry. And we're going to special type it like this. Nate Bit. Please stop. Nate Bit! <laughs> oh, God. I think that's a perfect nickname. Um, yeah, it's been a month. It's It's been an interesting beginning to 2021. Uh, not as bad, I'd say, as um, last year yet. Maybe. I mean, for some people, world's not on fire yet. I mean, the never the world never, not on fire, never stopped being on fire. I mean, that's true. Oh, I think we're still. Deal- are we still dealing with wildfires in Australia? Is that still a thing that's happening? I don't know. I mean, we were dealing with them in California too. So. Yeah, but it's like every year there's a wildfire in California. Like all of Australia was on fire at one point. They just wanted to get in on the party. They heard that America was on fire and were like, ah, no, wait, it was the other way around. They were on fire first, weren't they? Ah, no, we've been on fire for years. California wildfires. I'm just looking. This is not relevant. I mean, it could be. <laughs> if you look it up, there's a wildfire happening right now. We're the first ones to report on it. Definitely. No, there's just an outlook for California 21. There's apparently a wildfire season in California. That's how bad it is. Wildfire season. Yes. So they got what? Earthquake, hurricane, and wildfire season? They only have three? So there's like... I have this whole thing up from CA.gov called Cal Fire. It's like for the fire department in California. And apparently they track wildfires all the way out to Colorado. Really? Yeah. And they have like incidents that are like... Even close to San Francisco, geez. It's got 20, oh, so they don't have anything for 2021, but 2020 you can see. Like how it is, yeah. That's interesting. See basically all California on fire. They have these little flame icons to show where the incidents are. That's, and it's just that's everywhere. terrifying. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, yeah, wildfires and the rest of the world burning. Literally or uh, metaphorically aside stuff's happening man the world is the world i don't know it's been things are changing fucking 3d doritos are back 3d doritos are back 3D doritos. This you is got 3d doritos back this you is got fucking empty, this is an empty 3d dorito bag this is my third empty 3d dorito bag the start of our new presidency took off with about a billion executive orders being passed most of which were basically hey Cancel out all the shit this dumb fuck did. We're trying to. Yep. We had uh, also we had game stocks take off. Also, Lou, yes, the uh, the chili cheese ones were ass. The spicy nacho were fantastic. Um, or the spicy ranch, spicy ranch, yeah. Uh, also, hey, another person signed off on <laughs> Nate Bit. Yeah, God this is a thing. This is a thing. How much do I have to put money down? No, because your name's everything. Hold on. Now we need a note for it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna. I gotta. 
I gotta test t check a thing. I'm pretty sure it's probably taken. Damn, yep, alright. Somebody already has the name on Twitter, Nate Bit. Mm. <laughs> it's still a cool thing, I don't care. Whenever you whenever stuff goes wrong, you're we're just gonna call you Nate Bit. Like when you get all pixely like you are right now. Um we need to get you, we need to get you a new computer. <laughs> Do I need to set up a separate little it's thing? It's not my computer, it's just this camera and the way it works oh. with shit. That's what I meant. Um I was gonna say, do we do I need to set up a separate uh, goal on the coffee to get you a new uh, camera? All right, here's the goal: red digital cinema camera. No, if you get one of those, we all need one of those. Fifty-five thousand dollars is our new goal. Thousand dollars. There's there's hold on. Best. I I was just looking at this. Best stream. Cameras. 50, 50, sorry, $54,500 is our new goal. I think this is the For thing I look Red at. Digital Cinema DSMC2 Brain 35.4 megapixel camera. Nope. See, I would go with this. The Sigma FP. Uh, it's only $1,800. <laughs> the Red Dragon. The hey, Becca, wait, is that the one that she used on the stream? Because she actually looked good on the stream. No, the red these red digital cameras are shit like Linus Tech Tips uses. No, no, no. This is I'm talking to Lou. So oh. they have a Red Dragon one they got from um, Micro Center for forty bucks. Okay, I was gonna say because Red Dragon is like MSI's gaming brand. Yeah, that's why I'm like, ooh, and it's not that overly priced like um, Razer. So I think I fucked up my algorithms because all I can find is <laughs> red digital cameras and their storage cards right now. Nice. View this on Amazon. Let's see. This guy. Camera. Yeah, eighteen hundred dollars. Not bad for a camera. No. I'm don't. not seeing this this Red Dragon camera anywhere. What at Micro Center? No, I didn't look at Micro Center. I just looked it on Google. Oh. Red Micro Dragon Center. camera. Let's see. This is great. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 50 bucks, 40 bucks, 30 bucks. Which one did you get? You got the Lou. Becca has the $40 one. I don't even know what the difference between those two is. I mean, these pretty much look equivalent to the Logitech camera. I'm not seeing a major difference in specs here. Uh, it looks like it's just frame rate is slightly different. No, actually, wait. This one doesn't show frame rate. I'm lying. It does if you look at the comparison between the three. It's 1080 FPS or 1080 pixels and 30 FPS. Are you, look, are you looking at the, the GW900 doesn't show? I'm looking at them side by side here, the GW900, if you click on the page and scroll down to the table. I did, oh, there's a table underneath it? I just did the compare these two cameras next to each other thing. Just looking at the comparison oh, table. Weird. So 1080p, 30fps between the top two ones. Well, it's got a couple of extra degrees of of uh, field of view. Well, that's all. The difference is the output. Um, that determines basically your data speed in do stuff. In do stuff. Yes. Um, so the you can do the just has a faster bit rate basically. And that's only fifty bucks. 
But they're all USB 2.0. None of these are 3.0 cameras. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just saying. Don't complain when you don't have a good... Uh, you, yeah. We're doing this for you, Nate. Um, <laughs> God damn. I'm not complaining. Why not? I would. I bought you that camera thinking it would work good enough. And it, I guess it was I good enough. I thought it would too. A lot of people were using it for their streams. And it looks fine in Discord right now. In Discord, perfect. When I start streaming, doo-doo quality. Doo-doo. Anyway. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about? One to our topics. <laughs> yeah, I blame me too. I am the one that bought it for him. Um, well, I got it for him. He paid me back. Yes. Um, so I want to go just run through our rapid fire of new stuff because we've been out for a while. Some stuff has happened recently. Other stuff has happened that, you know, it's been long enough. Nate mentioned, Nate mentioned, the, uh, the whole fun stonks debacle. Debacle? I'm going to go with debacle. On, uh, for... You could, at this point, I think it's fair to call it a debacle. Um. A dryer's beeping at me. Um. Yeah, it's it was some shit. Uh, so if you, you haven't, haven't well, here's the thing: yeah. if if you haven't heard about this, us reading it is it just read like a Cliff Notes thing. Don't worry about it. So, so yeah, I mean, there's Cliff Notes versions of it. I know, but I'm like, I've heard enough about this fucking GameStop shit. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, especially since, guess what? It didn't save GameStop. GameStop is still. Well, no, it's never going to save GameStop. It's just, it wasn't even about saving GameStop. No, it was about fucking, fucking with other people. It was about fucking with hedge fund managers. I mean, the, the very, very short version is stock was cheap, and a lot of people bought it, which makes stock price go up. Stock cheap and up. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, all right, let's get, let's get through some of this fun stuff. Let's see. Oh, there was a, we got more details, and we got a demo for the new Resident Evil village game aka resident evil 8 8 well if you watch the reveal no, the whole it's, it's eight, right? video thing they did it's not they're not calling it 8 it is the 8th installment they, yeah, they're just okay. calling it village but in every single time you've ever seen the title they highlight the v and they make the they do. yeah but the the designers the developers very explicitly stated we are not calling it 8 we are calling it village that's, like Resident... That's just what they said. That's just what they said. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm just telling you what they said. You know why they're calling it? They they want to get away from the numbering, right? Because they know how much everything sucked between four and seven. <laughs> That's all. I don't shit. know. I enjoyed. I enjoyed five. I mean, I understand it's not what people were looking for for Resident Evil, but I enjoyed it because it's just stupid action nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> um. But the main takeaway from everybody is that they want to be stepped on by the nine-foot evil vampire lady. Um, no. They confirmed that she is nine foot six inches tall. And they confirmed a lot of people's feelings about her with that. Uh, I mean, hey, we don't kink shame here. We support your <laughs> kinks. Um Normally, after I say that kind of thing, I'd be like, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, I'm like, mm, that's actually a kink. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, consensual hurting of each other. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, I don't gonna know. Be, it's gonna be consensual the entire time I play that game. <laughs> I'm gonna just oh, stand there and let it she, happen. Man. Oh, she stepped on me again. Oh, she choked me again. I couldn't expect. Oh, I darn don't know how guys. 
She got uh, me again. Oh no. She devoured me do? from the inside. Um, <laughs> not only that, I I feel like people are skipping over the fact that the uh, her little evil vampire vampire vampirettes vampirettes that's mm -hmm. what I'm gonna call them. Um, people also they, people like them too. Sure, they're they not nine feet tall. Who can't get it? Too. Oh, they can get it. <laughs> um, that's all I'm saying. The one makes me think of Sarah Jessica Parker from uh, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Um, so yeah, everybody wants to be stepped on by Lady Dem 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 Demetrescu. Thank you. That is Dimitrescu. a airport in Germany. Um, speaking of people being into things... Demetrescu. Oh. Wait, she has a first name? She does. Oh, that's new information. When does this game come out? March? I mean, I'm not entirely sure. What I suspect from the game is, like, we get it, they're supposed to be vampires, but in Resident Evil, nothing is ever as it appears. Yeah, but there's vampires so, and werewolves, supposedly. Yeah, so it's like, they're vampires and werewolves, but also, clearly, there's gonna be, like, that bioweapon angle. Like, something from Umbrella made them the way that they are. They're not, like, really vampires so much as they are playing up that role, and really, they're, like, disgusting tentacle monsters on the inside. Okay, yeah. Uh... <laughs> The current release, after being pushed back again, is now May 7th. Um, this is a game that I am excited to come out. I am really excited to watch other people play. Because I can't <laughs> I can't play horror games. Uh, I got... It was hard enough to get through 7 on my own. I got, I got enough... I got uh, far enough into Alien Isolation for the alien to show up. And I'm like, cool, I'm out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Like the first time you meet the alien, you're like, "No, I don't need to finish this game anymore or play any more of this you, game." You call it a meeting. The alien really just slinks out of a vent in front of you, and you have like two seconds to react. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally oh, here's a desk. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited about this game. Uh, giant lady or not? Bring this a little closer to my face. Um, I like I said, won't play it myself. I'm sure you will. I, if I know Dave, Dave will play through multiple times, get every single fucking ending, get every achievement, because he's fantastic playing video games in comparison to us. Um, yes, I know I'm moving you. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> another game that I probably won't get, um, one, you already bought, which I'm very confused about. Did they? Is this what was it? Witcher Three was the last one that did this, or something like that. Something like that. So the mass. A lot of people made a stink about this this week. Mass Effect released a collector's edition for their remaster of the trilogy. Um, that doesn't come with a copy of the game. It comes with a steelbook case for it, but not a copy of it. Are you going to buy it physically and or digitally? I'm probably going to buy it digitally. But yeah. the reason that I got this is because it comes with an N7 helmet for oh. Shepard's helmet now i also bought it because i am kind of an undying fan of the mass effect series it was my go-to gaming experience my entire way through college and somehow I did not... <laughs> andromeda didn't kill it for you andromeda definitely put a stain on it for sure so for sure um one of the only two posters i have hung up in my room right now 
is the Game Informer cover that they did for their preview of Mass Effect 3. Oh, wow. Um, and I just, I remember, like, one of the first cosplays I ever wanted to do was doing a Shepard. And so every time I saw one, like, somebody in a Mass Effect cosplay, I would, like, quest them relentlessly on how they made it. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, you know, I would take pictures and, and look up reference images and all kinds of stuff. It was beyond my skill level, but I was just enamored by the character. I was enamored by the franchise as a whole. I went back and started playing the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer on Xbox. Mm -hmm. um, just because I love... I, that multiplayer to me is just perfect. It's a great multiplayer experience that I don't think a lot of people... Um, I don't think a lot of people really appreciated it for what it was. Um, that being said, sadly, the remaster will not have multiplayer in it. Um... Even so, I don't know if I'm going to worry about getting the remaster. I just really want the stuff that's in the collector's edition. Yeah, honestly. I get that. That's, that's what I got it for. Um, we'll, we'll have to see what the remaster actually looks like and plays like before I make a commitment to purchasing it. Yeah, like I said, I won't. Um, I it's And it's not even... Because I've never played 3. I played 1, didn't beat it, because I just... I don't beat many games. Uh, I played 2. I got as far as I wanted to without everybody dying. Um, and I never went back to any of it. I just let it go. I was good. I was happy. Um, I did think about how much I would love to be able to go back and ride around the Mako again, or Mako, however you want to say it. Um, apparently they improved the Mako handling. Yeah. I mean, all you got to do is like increase anything on that and it's better. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the best part of that game, in my opinion. In my opinion. Not everybody shared that opinion. A lot of people hated that thing. Well, that was the difference between even Mass Effect 1 and Andromeda, right? So Mass Effect Mass Effect 1 and Andromeda share a parallel, because what Andromeda claimed is we're going to have these big open worlds and procedurally-generated planets. That didn't really happen. Yeah. What you had was parallel to Mass Effect 1, where you had planets you could go to that were basically barren, except for a few installations you could explore and do side quests in, but you were driving around those planets and finding stuff while you were doing it. Was it in a Mako? The Mako yeah, the Mako was your vehicle in Mass Effect 1. They changed that to the Nomad in Andromeda, okay. which has other cool features and stuff like that. But the thing is, is the maps themselves are fairly linear in their construction. So you can't do crazy shit like, oh, there's a mountain in the distance? I'm going to try to drive up to that with my fucking skateboard of a vehicle right now. <laughs> what was that? That was my phone. Uh, Sorry. No, it was just a, it was a weird noise. I wasn't sure. Um, Twitter notifications. Oh, that's probably me. It is. I only turn them on for you and Space Time Taco. <laughs> um, yeah, I only have them turned on for like eight different things. Uh, mostly it's people that don't tweet enough. So when they do finally tweet, I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't miss that in my list of all these other things. Um, <laughs> and then news related things. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, because the internet has to be the internet and it's full of stupid people, um, one bit of news came out about the remaster that got a certain segment of fans upset. Um, they are removing all the gratuitous butt shots in all cutscenes. Um, so when we say segment of fans, I'm talking like 1% of the entire Mass Effect fan base. The yeah. outrage isn't nearly as bad as it could have been, oh, but yeah. 
the people who were complaining, I did kind of clap back on them on Twitter. Like, they removed multiplayer. They removed a bunch of other features. They're changing the UI. Don't be upset. And their complaint the was, their complaint was, oh, they're changing stuff about the game. They shouldn't change stuff about the game. Just remaster it, and make it look what's, better, and keep all the original what's stuff. What's your name? I'm like, so you didn't complain when they changed the HUD. You didn't complain when they removed multiplayer from Mass Effect Three. You didn't complain about the way the game is being released. Are they? You're complaining because they got rid of the butt shots. I didn't look <laughs> into it. Are they removing the the uh, elevator load screens? They're not removing them entirely, but because the games are being played on new hardware, those are significantly shortened. Mm -hmm. However, they did say there is an option to extend those in the gameplay if you want to. If you want the original Mass Effect experience and you want to hear all the elevator conversations, you can do that. Oh, because there are conversations that happen. I didn't think about that. Um, eh, Whatever. I mean, it's to me, it is a great jumping off point for EA and Bioware to show like, hey, we actually we made good stuff in the past. This is a new way for new players to experience Mass Effect if they want to. Mm -hmm. And it also, if it does commercially well, I assume what it's going to lead into is more funding and more time spent on Remasters. the newest Mass Effect oh, project. Because yeah. hmm. like, Bioware's EA, right? I'm, I'm sorry? Bioware's EA, right? Yes. Okay, I always forget. Because um, EA has been, excuse me, for, a mo for the most part, anti- re-release or remake kind of thing um we finally started getting to see it early or late in the xbox one playstation 4 generation with uh was it not need for speed um fuck what is that really good one burnout paradise burnout paradise i believe what about it well no they did the remaster later in the later because oh, they were basically they yeah remaster titles because they, they kind of have stayed away from it for the most part. Yeah. Um, so the fact, I wonder if, I, I wonder if this is successful. They're like, they'll, they'll be like, hey, we have other games that people loved. We could just make look better and resell for money instead of making shitty new games. <laughs> I mean, they definitely could. I think, again, the problem with EA was the same problem that Activision had, was the same problem that Ubisoft had. They want money. Where the shift was treating games as a marketplace rather than a game. Yeah. Treating games as a vehicle to sell stuff to people. <laughs> I um, mean, jokingly, I, I will admit I did just spend $25 or $24 on a ship skin for Sea of Thieves. So, <laughs> Are you playing Sea of Thieves again? We just started last night. Um, I think I'm the only one that's probably going to stay around and play in it. Uh, Lou is Lou gets motion sickness. Lou got seasick, um, <laughs> and Damien and I understand Damien's thing. He doesn't he, he doesn't feel like there's enough to keep him invested still, or uh, mm -hmm. st yeah, still. And I'm like, I get that. For me, it's I think they added the exact thing that I needed for them to keep for me to want to come back to it, um, mm -hmm. which is a whole bunch of progress bars. It's just a whole bunch. Yeah, it's literally just a whole bunch of things being like, "Hey, rank up your your pirate by doing these specific things. You know what you need to do to do these things." I'm like, "I'm in. You got me. That's I like I quest progression." Again. I still in my library, so I can play it. Cool. 
I actually uninstalled and reinstalled. Um, I had uninstalled it. We got Dave in for a little bit too, but at that point, we were all kind of done almost. Um, I do need some people to play Deep Rock Galactic with still. <laughs> I'm telling you, Damien loved it. Larry loves what he's played of it so far. I've enjoyed what I played of it. We just need mm-hmm. to get a fourth. We don't need a fourth. You can play with one, even single player. It's just not as fun, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, hell, that could be something we try and cycle in through the week. Or just play for fun. Record. I just want to record gameplay. Whatever. Um, all right, skipping down. I'm skipping over one thing real quick because this is kind of more in the new releases and shit. Uh, mm-hmm. ooh, excuse me. Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake has been delayed indefinitely. Uh, which isn't surprising. Um, the indefinitely part is a little bit surprising. You would think that they put it on another placeholder date. Uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, if they, I, I'm always okay with the game being delayed. I'd rather a game de- be delayed than cyberpunk. Yeah, That's well. right. We're saying <laughs> cyberpunk now. We are not going to use no man's sky ever again because they shut up and did is the work. It, is it P U N K apostrophe D like the MTV? Show? Yeah, 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 definitely. It wasn't <laughs> until you just said it, but yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I mean, if they got to delay it, they got to delay it. Prince of Persia is one of those, like, Sands of Time is one of those perfect, perfect single-player games. It's, it's it is, pretty good, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's a fucking masterpiece in its own right. Like, I don't think there's a bad thing I could say about the game. Um, I played it, you know, when it had been sort of a niche title for me on PS2. Um, and I loved every minute of it. I It was one of the one games I played as a kid to completion. Oh, wow. So, you know, I'll... I think my brother it, it did. Holds a special place in my heart. When they came out with the new ones and got, like, super edgy with it, I was like, all right, time to put this away. Well, I was, I think, by the third game of the original trilogy, he was, like, wearing the heaviest eyeshadow. Uh, <laughs> they looked at him and was like, you know who needs to play him in a live-action movie? Jake Gyllenhaal. Because uh, he was in the most emo of all movies, Donnie Darko. <laughs> and if he knows anything about time travel, Donnie Darko. Uh, <laughs> I will never understand Donnie Darko and its appeal. I the reason for my love of Donnie Darko has always been the fact that it takes place in a world. It, it's it's the time travel aspect, the 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 variant timelines and all that kind of shit. That is why I fucking love Donnie Darko. It was a little bit dark, whatever, but like at the same time, the fact that he basically lived in, he lived through the dark timeline, technically, to then sacrifice, sacrifice himself for the better timeline kind of thing. I was always a fan of that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Well, it, probably, it probably deserves a rewatch. For, no, for me because don't worry about it. I'm going to tell you now. Uh, Maki and uh, Kimono last year rewatched mm-hmm. it and they're like yeah this isn't as good as we remember it basically <laughs> well here's my problem is when i watched it i was kind of forced into watching it so it already had a bad taste in my mouth going into it that's why i um, never forced you to watch anything especially not game of thrones yeah so you know maybe upon rewatching it i'll at least see what makes it enjoyable for other people but i was basically bullied into watching it by the edgy kids i hang out i hung out with in high school yeah so it was just, it was not my kind of thing. Those kids had all the edge. 
Well, in high school, I was still very much in fucking, like, kid mode anyway. Like, Saturday morning cartoons and anime and Pokemon and shit like that was my jam. I did not watch sitcoms. I did not watch Saturday Night Live. I didn't do that shit. I watched fucking cartoons. I just want to state something. Uh, That has never changed for me. Um, (laughs) The big difference between me and me then and me now. Actually, no, there is no big difference. Even as a kid, I used to watch sitcoms. And, like, other things like that. Like, I grew up on TV land and cartoons. So, mm-hmm. for it's funny for me. It'll be like, people would be like, oh, I didn't watch sitcoms until later in life. Or I, I stopped watching cartoons. I'm like, I never not did either of those. Yeah. Never not did either. That works. <laughs> um, but, no. Prince of Persia. It, like you said, it's it's not only in your heart. A lot of people's heart is a, one of their favorite games from childhood and all that. Um, other games from people's childhood are also supposedly getting re-released. This one has a question mark just because it hasn't been confirmed yet, I don't think, since last time I looked mm-hmm. at it. Uh, supposedly Stubbs the Zombie, one of the Xbox original titles, is getting remade. Yep. Um, I mean, hey, go for it, Xbox. You need more titles. Why not? Um I never played it. I don't even know. All I know is that you played as a zombie. Hey, all I can say is if if these games get re-releases and it helps introduce them to a new audience, then so much for the better. Yeah. Destroy Destroy All Humans got a remaster last year. People I almost completely loved that game. It. That was a was that THQ? That was a Nordic one, right? So it was a THQ Nordic game, I believe. Um. um I recently on Xbox Game Pass, you're able to pick up the remake of the original Resident Evil. Oh, really? Um, yep. And uh, the first Dead Rising as well. I also... Uh, hold on. I think... They're not on Game Pass, but on Games with Gold, I should say. Yeah, okay. So Yakuza Kiwami is mm-hmm. a remake of the original Yakuza game. I did not know this. I thought it was like some side side story or whatever. Yeah. Um I'm thinking about playing the Yakuza series just because a they're, lot of it's available through Game Pass now. And I think they're I all on good Game Pass at this point. Yeah, I just keep hearing good things about it. I mean, it's over the top. It's an action RPG. Why the hell not? Let's see. I'm gonna. I got the nice little Xbox app over here. Let's see. What is that thing called? My mind just blanked. Yakuza. Yakuza. All right. So currently available through Game Pass is. Uh, Kiwami, Kiwami 2, 0, and 5. I think there are going to be more supposed to be coming. I think 3 and 4 are supposed to be coming soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. 3 and 4, 3, 4, and 5 are already available through the uh, Yakuza Remastered Collection. So I think that's all of it, maybe? I don't know. They keep making more of those games. Not Like a Dragon. Like a Dragon isn't available yet. Or, or may not be at any time soon. Gotcha. Um, I, don't know. Um, I know I have a friend that fucking loves those are like the only games that he plays he absolutely loves and loves those games um, so I got one quick stupid fun thing uh, after years of being out and released to the public and being loved by fans uh, someone finally hit all the credits in the Smash Brothers little credit roll after the adventure mode like that little shooting game, someone was able yeah. to hit every single credit, 
which is ridiculous. And what's more ridiculous is there wasn't anything attached to it. <laughs> it wasn't like a boom, you now unlock Goku. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really upset. I was hoping that it would have been like a, please don't let Goku be in smash brothers. <laughs> Goku will never be in smash brothers. Do you know why? Because every Smash Brothers character has to originate from a video game. Okay, I'm just saying. I don't want to hear Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z fans anymore. Hmm. I like Dragon but Ball. Can he be Goku though? Can it be Goku? I don't know. Can it be? Can um, he be Goku? Like, so the, the yes, last... he can be Goku. Handedly. The last news I have written down. Uh, this actually came out recently. Um, like I think yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Marvel announced the writer for the Blade movie, the new Blade movie starring uh, fuck my mind blanked he's fantastic, <laughs> I hate when I forget things new Blade movie no, I know this I know, I know this you do know oh, that is a perfect cast oh yeah, Marshall Ali yeah, yeah, yeah uh, there's also an interview with him before I get into this other real quick uh supposedly there's an interview with him that he went to his um agent and basically said hey you don't know this yet but i know i'm done with this show as in luke cage but mm -hmm. i want to play blade <laughs> <laughs> he basically was like i'm done in this marvel thing but i don't want to be done with marvel i want to be the marvel character that i can play um mm -hmm. and i'm so fucking excited uh i think he'll, he's perfect pick um but they announced the the writer is the first female writer for a watch or for a um, Marvel movie uh, mm -hmm. or first film yeah first Marvel studio film written by a black woman. Um, she is the writer for Pen Fifteen and Watchmen, the Watchmen TV show. Um, Pen Fifteen. Yeah, and I don't want to fuck up her name. I knew I should have like looked up. Stacy Osio Kufar? What do you... Uh, I'm bad at names. I hate when I do that. Let me find your name and I will... It's on the podcast notes, Nate. Uh, Stacy Osio Kufar, yes. Yeah, okay, I wasn't too <clears throat> far off. Yeah, um, people fucking love... Actually, both Pen15 and, um, the Watchmen TV series, uh, I know it's some people's favorite show of the year it came out, which I can't remember what year that is right now. It might have been 2019. might have been 2020. Who fucking knows? Um, but, you know, everybody, it, it's nice to see progress being made on the newer movies. Oh, she also write, wrote for Hunters, which is that, um, excuse me, Amazon original series um, about basically a group of Nazi hunters. Oh, somebody got timed out. Someone tried to post a link. Yeah, I turned off all links, just in case. Um, oh, I can see what it says. Do you want to see how bad it was? Yeah, go ahead and send it to me. <laughs> oh, no, no. I guarantee it's blocked because of some shit. I just throw it to me in a PM. Well, I have to actually pull it up. I can't see it yet. Ba -ba -da -ba -da. 
Don't click mysterious links, kids. Yeah. Oh, they wanted to know if we wanted to become famous. Do you wish? Do you want to do become, you want become famous? famous? I do want to become famous, but I doubt you have the secret random person in our Twitch chat right now. Eh? Oh, Gunner Dog 157? That doesn't even sound like your real name. Sounds like a throwaway account. <laughs> um, but no, again, I, I am super excited that... Ah, uh, I hate that we can't talk. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to talk episode five. I'm not going to talk episode five. We're going to... Let me make a... Oh, fuck. I'm going to... I got to do this That's fine. Quick. We can talk everything up to episode five. We're going to talk everything up to the current season of the show. Let me... Hold on. I think that's everything. Yeah. Okay. Let's get up to the top here. I'm very quickly making a giant thing that says spoilers. <laughs> These are skills I don't have. This is why I leave all the bannering and Photoshop work up to people who know better than me. Skills. I'm literally just very quickly typing a thing. Okay, where did that go? Is that up top? No, it's not up top. Here's the thing. If, if I was doing what you were doing, and I was typing that, and I tried to put it up on screen, it probably wouldn't fit, and it would look like ass. <laughs> oh, that's way too big of a stroke. I don't want to stroke that much. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> stroke. <laughs> You can't see it, right? No, okay. These tiny strokes just to get started. for WandaVision. And then underneath, I'm going to put up to episode four. Up to episode four. In the intermission, uh, looks like Dogecoin is going to the moon. To the moon? Yeah, what's up with this now? So Dogecoin was another sort of meme investment people were making. It's a cryptocurrency that's kind of like the newest cryptocurrency out there, really. Um, and it was straight up a joke. It was straight up just a meme crypto. No one expected it to do anything. And frankly, it's still not. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think thing, it did. It, it jumped from fractions of a cent, like earlier this earlier this month, or earlier last month, I should say, up to it's worth about almost six cents now <laughs> per coin. Oh, wow. That's kind of crazy. It keeps going up. It's up, uh, let's see, 13.5% just today. How quickly can things go up like that? It's There's really no limit. That's the thing. So people talk about market volatility and stuff like that when they're talking about stocks. That was a big issue with the whole GameStop thing. Stonks. Um, so market volatility basically is measured in the overall percent increase or decrease across a set of different companies and their shares. So if the share volume goes crazy or the share price goes crazy, that's considered highly volatile, meaning that it could go up or down at any moment by a lot and nobody really knows. Okay. Um, so Dogecoin is just, just keeps climbing up. It goes down some days, but then shoots right back up the next day. And all that matters is people keep buying it. Buying and holding is what makes the stock price go up. We got our warning up. Spoilers for WandaVision up to episode four. <laughs> Welcome to Spoiler Zone. Um one thing, I will admit, I downloaded uh two or three different storylines that people had been talking about in reference to this because I, I know little things about them but i don't know everything about them uh most importantly the house of m storyline um 
I have not read them yet. I plan to read them very soon. Uh, but I'm excited for that. Um, all right, so WandaVision, up to episode four. I'm going to say straight off the bat, in my opinion, they have done a fantastic fucking job with this series. Um, yeah. I I was sold... Like, I knew eventually we would have to get away from, like, the, hey, we're basically parodying, parodying, parody, parody, whatever, uh, classic <laughs> sitcoms from the, the 50s, the 60s, all the way up until most likely present day, eventually. Um, I w- would have been perfectly fine if they, it was just, like, fucking with that and then nothing really happened until the end. Um, mm-hmm. Just because they did such a good job. Because, uh, like I said weirdly enough this works out going back to the earlier conversation i used to watch those kind of shows all the time it was my my tv viewing life was cartoons and old tv old sitcoms from like starting with the i love lucy days and moving the way all the way up to current stuff um not only that i also fucking love the fact that i don't know if you saw this they actually got dick van dyke as a consultant for that, for the first episode. Oh wow! No, um, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm like, that's fantastic, perfect, perfect. Because I mean, hell, Dick Van Dyke show was great. Uh, you know, kind of. You know, and I'm sure if you look back at it now, it's probably another best. But for what it is, it's great. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like you can't all in the family. Nah, that that show doesn't work anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always like the other one more, Jefferson's, because that was a spinoff of All in the Family. Um, just as racist. Uh, well, I mean, this, could you say that Jefferson's was just as racist? <laughs> I'm going to go with maybe. Um, I'm going to go with yes because of the fact that there was a bunch of white people writing for black people. Well, there you go. <laughs> Instead of white people writing for white people <laughs> being racist, directly racist. And it's so weird because the way that that show was handled was like, hey, he is actually friends with Archie Bunker. They're they're friends in the mm-hmm. weirdest way possible. Um, he's like that racist guy at work that you're like, yeah, you're racist, but I can't get you fired. Um, <laughs> I tried. Huh? Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other topic that I'm not going to bring up on a public podcast right now. Um but no, I uh, I absolutely love it. I thought they both did a great job. Um, once you get... You got the little bit of breaks here and there in the first two episodes. S- episode three, obviously, is one of the biggest breaking of the series. Um, mm-hmm. Four, basically, in, if you haven't watched it, and I'm not going to super spoiler everything. Um, I'm okay with spoilers, because, I mean, I wrote the thing. It's there. Um the first three episodes are basically just the the uh, the in in series sitcom things. Where in her world currently, in their world currently, it's the sitcom world around them. Um, in episode four, it's literally called "We Interrupt This Br- Program," where it tells the story that is outside of this bubble. Um, and if you haven't watched episode four, if you haven't watched any of WandaVision, I would just recommend watching, watching, watching the opening <laughs> scene 
for episode four because it is the first time we witness besides like the joke shit from spider-man the first time we witness people reappearing after the second snap or technically third snap um because you have i think i just i enjoyed the way that they did it right it isn't it's no longer a mystery the details are no longer mysterious to people mm-hmm. who watched like Endgame, right? Is when people started coming back, they're like, oh, well, how do they get back? You know, so and so forth, stuff like that. And it's like they literally just kind of pop back into existence yeah. in reverse from they, the time they pop back out of existence. They undust. <laughs> Their yes. dust reforms in the exact same spot that they were, uh, which makes me wonder what happens to anybody that was like in a plane. So like, here's the thing, right? Is a lot of people had asked about that. Like, oh, well, they. They, you know, when Thanos snaps his fingers and let's say, like, the plane pilots disappeared, but all the passengers are still on the plane. Like, wouldn't the plane just, like, crash or whatever like that? It would. And the directors were like, yeah, that probably fucking happened, but we're just not going to show that to you on screen. because yeah, exactly. it's Really horrifying. It's too dark. Um, <laughs> we saw no, enough cars just... running into each other at the end of uh, yeah. Infinity So, Man. they were basically like, what tony stark's wish was you know when he snapped his fingers was that everybody who could be brought back nope. was brought back safely that's that's so, uh that's the fourth snap um the fourth snap yes. the third snap is hulk but hulk yeah same thing hulk was the i think and he even yeah. says something about he tried to bring back um mm-hmm. other people basically mostly nat but in general i think he tried to bring back everybody that died as from the cause of the Thanos issue, the first snap and him. I, I would like to think he tried to bring vision back. I don't know. Um, he probably tried to bring, I mean, definitely tried to bring everybody back, but what we have been able to confirm is that people who died are just dead. Mm-hmm. You cannot bring them back. Like, if you were, yeah, if you died, you mm-hmm. died. It's not the, the snap didn't bring you back to life. Um, and as far as we know, no one is powerful enough to bring anybody back from the dead. Not yet. No, I'm saying that right now, even four episodes into WandaVision, we do not know. Because what we see at the end of of episode, or in episode four, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four ends. Yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. You see dead vision. Yeah. Just putting all the cards on the table here, like, we are in spoiler territory right Mm -hmm. now. That's, again, it's here. You can't be mad at us. It says spoilers. So what you learn through the first three episodes is that you've got Wanda and Vision playing out the sitcom roles through various episodes, basically. And you learn through little either visual cues or through things that just happen in the plot that something is not quite right with this world that they inhabit right now. And we don't know like, who is causing it, what is causing it. Yes. Un- we don't know who yeah. or what is causing it. And you you are led to believe up to a point that they are, you're even led to believe that up into episode four, that Wanda and Vision are somehow trapped in this world, that they are victims of, the, of this territory that they inhabit currently. Mm-hmm. Until you get to the big reveal, which is that this world is very much Wanda's way of processing grief, processing her grief over Vision. She is very much not ready to let Vision go. And so the sitcoms now, you see a new context. 
this is now her idealized life with Vision. To the point that to the outside world, this these seasons these or these episodes are being broadcast, um, but broadcast in a way that covers up anything that doesn't fit her ideal world right now. Um, She's very much able to reset basically the world at any point. Yeah, there's a point where a um, a sword agent, because hey, guess what? Swords are main part of this series. Uh, sword agent sneaks in to the bubble um and basically she says no we don't know what happens to him we still mm -hmm. don't, i will say that's the one thing i will spoil in any way we have no idea what happens to him um but she basically just rewinds time to right before they go out to investigate a sound that they hear um and then guess what hey that's all we ever see we never saw that first take we only see the 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 second take that is everything being happy and going to the end credits. Um, yeah. We find out this, we find out the fact that all this is going on because of, I, I don't want to blame, I don't want to put all the blame on Wanda yet because we don't know yet. We have no mm -hmm. idea. Um, but from what we know, Wanda is the one controlling this and making things happen. And we know that because Maria Rambo, the daughter of, Monica, Monica, Rambo. thank you. I always forget. Um, AKA Photon. Photon. Yeah. Uh, was there. She's an agent of the sword. She went in. She investigated. She got trapped. She was able to get out while there was a break moment in the series. I'm going to say series because, I mean, it is. WandaVision is two series in top. It's an inception of series. Um, yeah. And Wanda basically says, fuck out of my world. I don't want you mm -hmm. here. You're not supposed to be here. Um, so that's cool. Uh, two awesome characters are back, I will say. One, the fact that we have Monica Rambeau is... Not Monica. Wait. Uh, Maria Rambeau. No. Monica Rambeau is, is the, the daughter. Around? Maria, yes. I think that's why I'm saying Maria so much. Um, because I kept forgetting the mother's name. Okay, yes, you're right. Maria yeah, is the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monica is the daughter. Uh, Monica Rambeau is in the show. And she's great. And I'm so happy we've introduced somebody that, at one point in the comics, holds the mantle of um, Captain Marvel, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously, most most famously, more recently. I say more recently. It's probably like 40 years ago at this point. Knowing how comics fucking last. Uh, goes by Photon, which was also her mother's nickname as a mm -hmm. jet pilot. Um, but we also bring back Darcy from... Thor, who is the best part of the Thor movies outside of the best human part of Thor movies, is how I describe yeah. it. Um, Tad Dunning does does a much better job than uh, fucking what's her face? I keep thinking Kira Knightley. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. <laughs> you, you keep getting her confused with her likes. handmaiden. Um, yeah. If, if anybody she, she doesn't does, remember, she's doing a much better job than Natalie Portman would have done in this case. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So. The other character is Jimmy Woo from um, FBI agent Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, who I also can't... Oh, fucking hell. I just... I love that they keep these character traits... Randall Park. In these, well, I love that they keep the traits with the side characters, right? Because yeah. Kat Deming's character is still very... You know, she's very much a smartass. 
and she doesn't really take shit from anybody because she has a job to do, and so mm-hmm. she's just going to go ahead and do it. And then you've got Jimmy Woo's character who, you know, still does the whole sleight of hand thing. Well, and that's so that's <laughs> the fun thing. It's it's kind of their way of being like, hey, Jimmy Woo survived was around for the snap, or yeah, what didn't get mm-hmm. snapped. Um, he in that time learned close up magic like uh, Ant Man did. Um, which I think is a fantastic way of being like, hey, he did survive the snap. He's been around. He's he's seen shit. Um, but I love the fact that they basically have both of them, Darcy and Randall Park, or not Randall Park, Darcy and Jimmy, are basically the voice of the the audience. Because um, they they bring up, they mention things like what's with the hexagons, what's this, what's that. They're like pointing out things that the 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 actual real life people have pointed out, which is even funnier because this is a show, obviously these are things that they made on purpose to stand out a little bit more. So everybody would talk about it. So then when this episode came around, it would be like, Oh, they're thinking like us. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I love their chem. I mean, I think they, those two are probably my favorite part of the outside world. Yeah. Beyond, uh, Monica. Um, <laughs> Because you finally, it's, there are two parts of, a, of the MCU that didn't get enough or wouldn't get enough screen time if they were still left in their respective movies, basically. Um, that is true. So for her to come in as a scientist, as a lead scientist in her field or something like that, and for mm-hmm. him to be a respected FBI agent to the point that he is included in something with a secret task force like sword uh yeah. which is no longer hold on i always forget the change in the name because yep. it was, <laughs> was sentient said... world observation yeah. and response department. now it's sentient weapon observation and re- response department yes a little bit of a switch um which I mean, they they throw the irony right in your face the first time Sword is introduced in the series because Sword is working on building, yeah, basically an AI, a fully sentient AI. Yeah, Monica <laughs> points out it says it says observe and response, not create, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And the fun thing is, we technically have I'm gonna say technically, we have assumed that we have already seen Sword in some aspect in the end credit scene for. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home, mm-hmm. which is where we find out that two of the main characters, or two of the characters that are in the entire movie, um, are not actually the characters. They are Skrull, just taking their yeah. spot. But knowingly, people there are people that knew that this was happening. Nick Fury is mm-hmm. not actually in the movie. He's actually a Skrull the entire time. He's Talos from Captain Marvel. Um, Nick Fury, on the other hand, is on a floating space station, floating is is on a space station um that (laughs) we all i i'm gonna just say we all assumed was sword uh it could be something else i mean the the whole thing with sword is that they do have a space base well that's that's where we get the theory territory right is so we know that you know after the fall of shield when shield basically just went mask off and became hydra Technically, um, yeah, te- technically when S.H.I.E.L.D. disappeared, because yeah. if you watch the show, it still lasted, but it was really weird, and yeah. 
but then you've got, uh, you know, you get this line in episode, I think it's four or three, um, where the guy comes out, he meets Monica, and she greets him as director, and he only he says acting director. Yeah. Um. Now, is this because just because you know Marie is dead, and they just have this guy as a stopgap, as a placeholder, or is it because the real director is actually now Nick Fury, and we just don't know that yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true too. Well, I was gonna say I don't think it's remain to be seen. I was gonna say I don't think it's Maria because of um, the fact that she's been dead for two years at this point, three years. Yeah. Yes, because it's a five-year gap. the The mm-hmm. snap lasted five years. Um, she lived for two more years, and then the cancer came back, and she died. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know who. Who knows? It, that could work. I could see that working out. Um, fuck, I wish you would watch last night's episode, or to yesterday's episode. Well, uh, go, Paul. We're going to pause the podcast. Nate's going to go watch that episode, <laughs> and then we're going to continue to pick this back up. I'm not going to go watch um, it right now, but they've... Uh, I, I enjoy the attention to detail most of all in this show. The little things that you pick up when you watch an episode, you know, maybe twice, and you finally understand, you know, what's really happening and what's really going on, is um, at the... When... Uh, Scarlet Witch, when Wanda kicks Monica out of sort of this pocket universe that she's built, mm-hmm. um, you notice when, after Monica mentions Ultron and the killing of her brother Pietro, Pietro or Quicksilver, Pietro. that there's so much attention to detail, they made sure to change Wanda's accent when she's speaking to... Uh, yeah, and that's Monica a whole other thing. <laughs> there are some people that are like, oh, I love hearing her accent again. I've seen people be like, oh, the Marvel fans are so happy she has her accent back. I'm like, who liked the accent to begin with? She didn't keep it steadily. She had it for a movie. She lost it by the second time. She did lose it. And the thing is, is the accent was never great to begin with. I'm sorry. Like, she's a great actress, but cannot pull off that accent at all. Neither of them. Her or uh, (laughs) MCU Quicksilver. Yes. But at the same time, it's just that it's those subtle little things that are callbacks that make you remember that this is all connected to the larger MCEU. Mm. No, just MCU. And, well, yeah, and that you've that Sorry. paying attention to these things is is rewarding for fans who notice details like that. Sorry, so I didn't mean to to jumble over on the D, mm-hmm. the MCEU thing. It's just because DC is stupid. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> cinematic universe, Marvel cinematic universe. You're right. Yeah. Because um, it would be the DCCU, and they're like, we don't want to do that. Yes. But, no, it's just, I just enjoy little things like that. Um, I, I will be watching episode five probably later today. Because um, I've, I've seen a lot of bluster about it online so far. Yeah, and I just want to talk more about it. Like, no. Kim, I watched it before Kim did, and she called me. She text, She live tweeted, tweeted, live texted me while watching it, and I fucking love that kind of shit. Um, so like, I, I just want to, I like hearing people's reactions. I love watching people's reactions. I love currently kind of funny is doing, instead of doing like a end of the, or end of the season, kind of like full review thing there, um, episode by episode, putting out like 15 minute little spoilery talks about how excited they are and what they're enjoying, what they're hating, which I don't think they hate much. Um, and I mean, I don't know what you would hate, um, there's very little I can find. I watch most shows that I watch with a critic's eye 
and there's very little I could say that I hate about WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Given the fact that I've seen other Marvel shows already, the stuff we had running on Netflix for a long time, and seeing how much like the overall production value really hurt those shows in a lot of ways, seeing it now be on Disney+, Plus and them just saying, you know, here's a whole lot of money, make this show to the same quality standards you would a full Marvel film. Like, that is what I appreciate the most, is I don't have that visual disconnect between the movies and the TV shows anymore. That was a big... That was a big stink for me with the original run of Marvel shows. They were all good shows, but just that disconnect in effects and visual quality and cinematography, you know, threw me for a loop at first. So I appreciate that they're changing that with this new run of shows. So supposedly... WandaVision it was, had a budget of $200 million. Um, MCU budgets. Let's see. I want to see what the... Oh, do they have the individual films budgeted out? Damn it, no. Why would you not put them individually? Let's put well, it in perspective. Iron Man, Iron Man single, the first Iron Man had a budget of $140 million. Uh, mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 had a budget of between 102 and 200 million. So it has Iron Man 2 budget level probably. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, of course that budget is being split up amongst episodes, but they are making sure to keep that quality consistent. And there's effects in Yeah, here you go. The the original Avengers was two, uh, 220 million dollars. Um so for to think of it as like, hey, we're spending the amount of money that we would have spent on the culmination of six movies or five movies leading up to this to do that and break it up on, on a single show. And upside, the first two episodes probably weren't too, too expensive. Um, mm-hmm. They weren't too, they didn't rely too heavily on like, uh, I don't know, the effects budget wasn't too bad probably. I mean, hell, I, watching what fucking... CW, TR, CW DC shows can do with their limited budget, and they definitely have a limited budget. You, I don't know if you've ever watched it, but uh, Rubber Barry on Flash multiple times because they're like, "Hey, we we gotta have a move fast, but like we can't put all the money into him moving fast." We had it's like, "Hey, we got a King Shark episode this season. We can't put too much money on this episode." <laughs> no, I had not seen that. Because you can't spend money, you can't not have money for King Shark. King Shark, you need the money for. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he looks horrible. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of villains that are going to be, you know, anthropomorphized animals, basically, are going to look pretty, pretty fucking bad. Which is funny because, like, <laughs> Spider Man, all of his villains are animal names, but none of them are like anthropomorphized okay. versions of those animals. Except for Lizzie. I should, <laughs> I should have looked this up. I went into the cast for WandaVision. Yeah. And the cast alone is just spoilers already. God damn it, Nate. Because I'm seeing Evan Peters in here. Why? Hey! Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> First of all, James Spader has not been in it at all. First of all, uh, but basically up to episode four, Nate. All right. Well, I'm sorry, but uh, <sighs> so James Spader is not in it. Not okay. that I've seen so far. Unless that, because okay. I wish oh, you James know what? was in things. That's that's what I wish. You might in episode four when she's talking to, uh, 
when her and Monica are talking, when she's kind of like talk asking her about her brother and Ultron, you might hear James. It might be like that background mm-hmm. voice noise stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, but beyond that, shut the fuck up, Nate. <laughs> 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 Why would you look at the cast? Um, I'm bad to myself. And the public. Um, <laughs> Goddamn. Anyway, I'm, I'm excited to see what's in store for the rest of these episodes. Yeah, we are halfway through, technically. I'm going to say, with me being on episode five and you being only on episode four, we're halfway through because there's nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Not an even number. <laughs> no, but because we're both at different ends of that even number, it's like split down the middle. It is. 4.5. Yep. Out of 10. That's not what this is rated. I <laughs> so far, I would give it like a 9 out of 10. Personally. It's it's getting pretty close to... It's getting pretty close to Masterpiece at this point. Here's the thing. After episode 5, I'm giving it a 9, point, a nine out of 10. That's all I will say. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, like, I want to end this episode just so you can fucking watch the the uh, the i will i promise i will go watch it when we're done we still have a few more things to go through and then we'll wrap it up yeah 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 yeah. all right so news is done wandavision spoilers is done uh let me mark make a mark of this an hour and five minutes in spoilers are done so i can just get rid of this clip bloom um let me actually write can you write that here hour hour and five in no more spoilers. <laughs> hour five in. No more spoilers. Is what you wrote. You wrote the word hour. Yeah. Number five. <laughs> yeah. I know my. I, you have to understand. I understand what I write. Um. <laughs> so Nate, I've been watching a lot of stuff lately. Uh, upside yep. to my job, as much as I hate it. I, I do work a lot of mornings, so I have a lot of the day to do whatever the fuck I want, which usually results in me playing more games and watching more anime. Um, or in my case, watching anime and then getting to the point in the anime that there are no more episodes out, so I go ahead and read <laughs> all of the anime, or all of the manga. Uh, as it stands right now, I am 100% caught up on Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes. I haven't watched a single episode of it. <laughs> I recommend the fuck out of this show. There are about 14, 15 episodes out, I think, by now. Um, mm-hmm. It is so good. Um, and I'm excited, too. And this is going to be one of those ones that I will actually, as it comes out, I will probably go and watch the, the rest of it because I enjoyed the manga so much that I want to see some of these things be turned into the animated stuff. Um, like there's the same thing with, uh, my hero academia. There are parts in the, the series that I'm like, I really want to know how this looks animated because this is fucking amazing in still mm-hmm. images. Like, I don't know, man. Well, it's, incredible. I mean, that's, that's the key to anime. I have a friend of mine, an old friend of mine who I met back in middle school who is going through anim- a very prestigious animation school right now. Um, and that's really the key to animation, though, right? Is finding how to take, when it comes to anime, right? You got to find out how to take those still images 
and then find the in-betweens to put them into motion. Mm-hmm. And so if we go back to, you know, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Demon Slayer, and how beautiful that manga looks yeah. just on paper, and, and then, then how, how great they made it look on screen, um, it's that's a very hard task to do. I mean, Kimetsu no Yaiba, for what it's worth, is one of the best-looking an- anime pretty much of all time at this point. It is very, um, yeah, like, it's it's not my favorite series, but it definitely is fucking beautiful. Um, I look back at Mob Psycho 100 and just the fight scenes in that and how insane and over the top they were and then going back and looking at the manga for that and I'm like I don't understand how they found out how to well, animate this because that's by one right <laughs> They're both, that is by the same creator of as um, One Punch Man and yeah. One Punch Man looks like cr- crap like original original series One Punch Man looks horrible and then he redid it for like actual legitimate release or some shit um, yeah, but so the team, the the uh, production company that's working on it is uh, Mappa, 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 M A P P A. They have done. Uh, they did Terran Resonance, which is the Sinchiro Watanabe, one of the Watanabe series. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one of his original works. Um, they did Yuri on Ice, which I mean. While I'm not a fan of it, I've heard good things, especially because you want smooth and nice animation for a show that is about ice skating. Um, and some other things. Yeah, 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 other things. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the ice skating, Nate. Uh, You're talking did, about the ice skating. <laughs> they did Zombieland Saga. I don't know if that's one of your shows. That sounds like Zombieland Saga is phenomenal. Okay, yeah, they did Zombieland Saga. Uh, they did... Dora Hidoro, which is new and is on Netflix, I believe. Um, most importantly, I guess you could say, besides Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah. uh, they're doing the final season of Attack on Titan, which I've been hearing great things about. Um, the animation clips I've just seen from the final, because I, I haven't watched Attack on Titan enough to say that I'm caught up, but the clips that I've seen of action scenes and stuff like that, just Sakuga out the fucking ass. It is just eye candy, one hundred percent of the way. <laughs> uh, the next next series that they're they're um, adapting that I'm most excited for, though, uh, it hasn't come out yet. It's Chainsaw Man. Yes. Yeah, they're working I on Chainsaw Man, Man. and Man. from what I've looked at from Chainsaw Man, I'm like, oh, they're gonna do great. Uh- <laughs> I fucking love Chainsaw Man. Uh, yeah, that's on my list of things to read. Believe me. Um, it's got one of my favorite waifus in it. One of your favorite? Who's your favorite waifu? I mean, my favorite waifu of all time is still going to be Ryuko from Kill a Kill. Really? Which I don't know if I'm allowed to legally say that, but I already did. So, well, how old were you when that originally came out? Still too old. Uh, still too old. I expect a knock any moment on my door. Um, <clears throat> how old is Yoko Littner? Yoko, uh, let's see. I think Yoko at the start of the series actually says she's, oh, she's 14. Yeah, she starts at 14. God damn it. God, anime is fucked up. Japan is weird. Japan has a very different view of sexuality than the U.S. does. I'll just say it that way. Hmm. Um, I don't know why they decided to go with... She's skimpy when she's young and more modest when she's older, but that's what they decided to do. I mean, she's more modest for a single fucking episode. (laughs) Well, that's true. 
And even in and that, I use, I use modesty here very loosely. Let's okay. just say that she has less skin showing. No, I mean it's them not. Pose is rather form fitting. Look, that sweater leaves. That sweater is like, that's just not okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I forgot how. Yeah, because my friend did was cosplayed as her one year, as specifically that one. That's just not how sweaters work, man. <laughs> Uh, it depends on how you get your sweater fit. <laughs> That's also not how anything works, Nate. Her original <laughs> costume wouldn't do that. The fucking newer one where it's literally stars on her boobs. <sighs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> it's still a good show. Kind of. Super Galaxy Yoko. Literally just put stars where my titties go. She joined the Crystal Gems. That's all that happened. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. While we're talking about the Crystal Gems... Uh, <laughs> Hold on, what's his name? Implanted in forehead. Oh, you're talking about oh. Oh yeah, Lil Uzi Vert got a fucking twenty-four million dollar diamond implanted on his head. Um, I've been seeing people. I've been seeing comparisons to Vision uh, on yeah. topic right there, and uh, people have already made like gifts of like deep fake gifts of people ripping the gem out of his forehead. Oh my god. Um, I've also been comparing him and I've seen other people compare him to trying to be a crystal gem or a gem in general. <laughs> um, it's, it's bad. I don't, if some people shouldn't have money, uh, <laughs> here's the problem with, with having that kind of money though, right? Is you are so incredibly rich you have no idea what to spend your money on anymore, so it leads to doing ridiculous shit like that. <laughs> See, why? I guess I don't know. There, there's nothing. Head... There's nothing you couldn't possibly afford. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'd also not have to work. That's true, and that's the thing is is they these people really don't work. I mean, he's a performer for sure. Oh, wow, you're but... just hating on Lil Uzi Burt. I can't mention a single song of his, but still. Yeah, no, I'm hating on somebody who you don't care about. It's not that I don't care about, but there are other people that do seem to. I'm sure there are people who enjoy his work and it's inspirational to them and lovely. And Wait, is he, he's not one of the ones that was pardoned or anything, right? I don't believe so. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> the like, thing about end-of-term presidential pardons is they're all a big fucking joke anyway, so. Yeah. Like, pardon the people who actually matter. Pardon people say, who are like that entire presidency for was, having a bag of weed on them. That entire presidency was a joke. So, very bad joke with very la real and lasting implications. Yeah. Wait, what? That shows. Oh shit! Sorry. Save Spectacular Spider-Man is currently trending. So I guess they're planning on canceling the series. People mm. seem to enjoy that one. I don't know. Looks like it. I have one. Um, oh yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. Watch Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> Read Jujutsu Kaisen. It's a mouthful. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu. Uh, I've also been, and this is the thing. This is kind of my issue. I haven't been watching the anime as much because I read it, or I I I get to the point that I need to read it. Um, mm -hmm. And I can't remember if I brought it up. I 100% absolutely love. So I'm a spider. So what? I am also 100% caught up on that. I'll be getting into it soon. The biggest difference is you don't find out. So it's another isekai, 
boom, you die, you wake up in another world. But the way this works is says hello. the entire classroom explodes. Um, and then you focus on, in the manga, you focus on the main character, which is this little spider, uh, the entire time up until I don't know how many chapters in, you then find out that another one of the students has awoken in this world too. Um, what you don't find out, or what you don't find, what is different is what I should say. Sorry, in the first episode, maybe second episode of the of the anime, you already know everyone else has res, has like want to say respawned, um, basically <laughs> respawned <laughs> in this world. I was, but no, yeah, I just waited for thirty seconds and came back. It's all good. <laughs> um, oh, there's another anime I'll get to in a second. Um, no, seriously, it, they all come. All her classmates like come back and they're like destined to be fucking like heroes or some shit, right? Basically, um, they it's all over the place. Like the one that you were introduced to, who was kind of a school bully, is now a little lizard. Um, no, the rest of them that you've met so far are actual humans or elves. I think the teacher actually is respawned. I keep saying it, reincarnated as a uh, <laughs> as an elf. Um, <laughs> Like, the oldest yeah. of the team, basically, is now a little girl, almost. Um, yeah. Because elf ages. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of that respawn thing, though, I'll get back. I mean, I'm done. Just watch the show. It's cute. It's adorable. Uh, they somehow make a spider not terrifying. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The mom spider is kind of terrifying. Um, another series that you reminded me because of... Uh, the 30 second respawn is it's called I'm standing on a million lives. I keep seeing that pop up on my feed. I just haven't watched it. So it is basically these students or these characters get transported to another world to be their heroes, but they don't stay there forever. They, the first mission happens. It's a single person. Second mission happens, a second person comes. Third mission happens, the main character is, it joins along with them. Every time they finish a mission, another person joins their party. Um, mm -hmm. And basically, they're the the overseer of what's happening tells them that their plan, their their goal is to save their world, um, which I think you find out within the first like three episodes, whatever. Uh, it's done. There's only it's only a twelve episode season so far, I believe, um, and it kind of leaves off on a fucking on a cliffhanger for the most part. Um, but it, I like it because it's they aren't. It, it's not a full normal isekai where they're stuck there. They're not trapped in a game. They're not doing whatever. They are coming and going as they finish. You get a mission. You have to finish the mission. You get to go back home. Um, it's Nate. I keep moving you because you keep moving. Um, <laughs> it's just because of how zoomed in you are. That's really it. Because it, you see how I'm able to go. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, th there's le like they actually are in a video game. To them, to them, they mm -hmm. are playing a video game. They have leveling systems. They can s cause their items to appear and disappear whenever they want. Um, they get a random, like a random gener generated um, class every time, or when they hit level 10, they start off with a random class, and then every 10 levels they fully level up and then switch to a new character class. 
in the in the main character gets like three within before either the other two characters get any because he just focuses on it um but it's it's different from most of the ones i usually watch like i said i usually watch the the hey i'm in the other world and now i'm somehow the most powerful person here or in the case of ReZero, I'm the most fucked up person here. Um, <laughs> which I still need to watch season two of that. I haven't even I've I've been avoiding it. Um Well, I have watched I mean, if we're talking about season two stuff, I did watch what it what they've come out with so far of slime. the time I was reincarnated as a slime yeah. season two. I think I've only watched the first two episodes so far. And uh, Doctor Stone, Stone Wars. Oh, is Stone Doctor Stone back? Yes. I actually just got a Doctor Stone shirt in my um my loot my loot anime box still hasn't shown up that I ordered back in fucking November. My <laughs> Crunchyroll crate, loot crate, yeah, it's loot crate. Crunchyroll crate just showed up um the other day, and it actually came with a Doctor Stone shirt. Um, I was actually nice. surprisingly happy with everything that i got because i got a dr stone shirt um mm -hmm. i got a burn the witch what's that thing called burn the witch uh put it around your neck scarf got it there eventually mm -hmm. um i got these cable ties like i don't care about the cable tie aspect but they're actually re-zero themed um nope. i thought that was cute uh and because again I love isekai stuff I got a little bookmark but from Ascendance of Bookworm it's adorable nice. um, yeah I'm like oh cool I actually watch and enjoy all of these shows <laughs> um, so I thought that was kind of cool normally you'll get like one good thing and the rest is like mm, whatever like all that, that fucking um Final Fantasy manga that I threw over across the room that I think you wanted. I guess. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, speaking of Isekai and other things that are out this season that are pretty good, um, at least in that same vein, probably one of the best that's out right now is Mashoku Tensei or Jobless Reincarnation. Um basically this fucking sweaty neat otaku guy ends up dead in a pretty pathetic way um <laughs> are you laughing because i'm talking about myself wait <laughs> hold on which show are you watching which one is i'm this? sorry it's uh jobless. Called yeah, 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 yeah. okay yeah i uh that's another one that i'm like a hundred chapters into the manga <laughs> well you know he dies he comes back as a little babby and um but with all of his memories obviously yeah with all his memories and all the adult things he knows and like boobs and ass it is one of the better isekai that's focused on world building because as he's learning magic you're also learning how it functions it isn't just like oh i'm able to create you know firebolts with a staff it's i'm able to create firebolts with a staff and these are all the mechanics behind why i'm able to do that um and a lot of people have appreciated the show for that. I watched the first episode. It was really interesting, and I plan on watching more of that. The only other thing that I've watched, not in, it's not isekai, but it is in the fantasy genre, is, uh, fuck, what's the whole fucking title again? 
The Boonie Boy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, last dungeon. Kid from the Boonie, uh, the last dungeon Boonies. Comes Suppose to the a kid yeah. from the last dungeon Boonies moves to a, moved to a starter town. Yeah, that one um, is adorable. I haven't read that one. I've I've been watching that one. It is adorable and it's also hilarious. Um, it is probably one of the better com comedy anime I've watched in a long time. Primarily because, of course, the main character is so oblivious to his own strength, but also because all the other characters are so obsessed with him. Mm -hmm. For other reasons. <laughs> all these other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and just knowing, like, the one girl who actually is enamored with him has gone, like, full yandere, like, right off the bat. <laughs> like, it's if the, you what's talk her name? The belt to princess? my baby boy, I will kill you. Oh, no, yes. no, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was gonna say there's also like the the town chief from where she where he's from oh, yeah. that's super overprotective little lolly She's girl super overprotective and also incredibly dangerous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love the uh, <laughs> she curses the the witch from that town with mm -hmm. like minor inconvenience or something like that every time yeah, she calls her an old hag. Well, it's minor inconvenience at first, and then when it gets the old hag thing, she calls her lolly grandma. <laughs> yeah. And every time she says it, she's she's cursed with a moderate inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> and she does it twice in a row and gets, like, massive cramps in both her legs. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's a... See, that's the thing. I, I need a good balance between a Jujutsu Kaisen that is relatively serious. There, It's a lot of comedy in there, too, but, like, it's weighs more on, like, the... I would put it in that um, Demon Slayer, Full Metal Alchemist realm, um, mm -hmm. where it can be serious when it needs to be, but it can also be fucking hilarious. Um, but I like to balance it out with shows that have literally no stakes. Um, like, as much as I love uh, Reincarnated as a Slime, there are not really stakes in it, because you know that they're going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Like, even you fight against, like, a powerful demon thing. It's like, ha, ah, guess what? I eat you. Yeah. And now I have a ability. Well, that's where Slime loses. Slime loses points for me in the fact that Rimuru always seems to have every situation under control. He's never, like, outsmarted or outplayed by anybody. Yeah. Well, it's also... And I can't remember, because I like that one because of the fact that Rimuru thinks of things and it becomes a power. Um, I like the, there's another anime and I cannot fucking remember what it is right now where they use their knowledge of their world, like with combustion mm -hmm. and anything like that. And they're like, all right, if I think of taking this object or the element in this element and putting them together in creating this third thing, then I can do that without doing the magic words and the, the alchemy symbols or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah. I can't remember right, right now. It's just I'm blanking on the name of the series, but I fucking love that kind of shit. Um, yep. I just realized. Well, that's why I appreciate shows like Gate so much because oh. it is sort of the reverse isekai, right? It's yes, these these crazy fantasy creatures and people are invading our world, but we are so ahead of them in technology mm -hmm. and tactics and strategy that they just don't stand a fucking chance. Yeah, I, I absolutely <laughs> love that series. Um, it's I, I didn't expect to, because I'm not, you know, I'm not a military person, so I didn't mm -hmm. expect to, like, 
thoroughly enjoy a show where the military just goes up and wrecks shop in a fantasy world. <laughs> yeah, I think the only but, thing mean, they had slight trouble against was a dragon. Yes, I mean the most hilarious part of it is it's the fucking Japanese self defense force. Mm-hmm. Like, that's barely a military, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, Don't let them. Do but that. you see that? Them well, even just so, even with even with all that, they they choose to be diplomatic in the world of Gate. Like they're not just going in and taking everything over. Because they're they like, could. all right, they're like we could, but they're like they're very much like all right, fuck around and find out, but. They're like, we'll let you live if you can, you know, stop being dicks for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I enjoy all that shit. I, I have very much gotten into the fantasy genre of anime. So Isekai does it for me. Just straight up fantasy does it for me. I enjoy all that shit right now. It's the aesthetics and the world building and stuff like that that I enjoy the most. Yeah, I get that. All right. What's wrong? Nothing. Oh. Um, I think it's just time to rapid fire off these games and wrap it up. <laughs> oh, games. I forgot about games. Well, yeah. you go talk about mine. Mine are really short. All right. Well, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I meant you go through yours. I'll go through mine. So I got back into Honkai Impact 3rd, which is made by the same company, for those who don't know, who makes Genshin Impact. Um, they did an Ava crossover event recently, an Evangelion crossover event recently, and they added Asuka as a character to the game. Um, you play a side event story, which they're releasing in parts now. It's one part. It's on the last part, I believe, right now, which basically follows the plot of the Evangelion series, but with characters from the Honkai game. Oh, weird. You literally do fight the angels in this, and you fight them in the same way they were fought in the show. Um, like the fourth angel, the diamond shaped one, literally like you do a whole mission where you're charging up a big positron cannon and you have to fire it at the angel to destroy the core. Um, after that, I got into rust on a server with some other streamers that we know of primarily sailor purple or my friend Nisa is the one who set up that server. We just had our server wipe on the fourth. So now we're two days into the new server. We're still on the same map, but the map does change every time. Um, that it's generated. So you kind of just generate a world seed like you do in oh, Minecraft. Wait, I thought you got to keep some things when it wiped. You do. What you keep is all the stuff you learned from before. Oh. So everything that you researched, every blueprint that you unlocked, you keep all of that. You still have to build your way back up to that stuff, but you do keep all that knowledge retained. Mm, okay. Um, <clears throat> so that's what you keep. Otherwise, the server is completely wiped. You start as a naked all over again, and you're building your way back up. You can just do it faster because you know all this stuff now. Um, so we're having fun on the new server. Things have changed a lot. I really don't like our new map, but you deal with it as it comes. It's a hardcore survival game. You got another one. And it's built month. around that. Yeah. They added a softcore mode to the game, um, which I think reduces things like enemy spawn rates. Like there's less scientists. There's no uh, world events like the attack chopper or the um, APC that roams around the launch site anymore. St- Stuff that basically will destroy you as soon as it sees you, if you're not well prepared. Um, and the last thing I played was Plague Inc., which has a free expansion going on the until, they say until COVID-19 is, I guess, sufficiently dealt with. Um, good reason. Yeah, so they have a free expansion called The Cure, where it's the opposite of the main game. 
you are basically doing your best to detect an infection and then cure it as quickly as possible before it kills everyone on the planet. That's fucked up. So the thing, the main resource in that though is your authority. So you start, basically it's your life bar. You start with a certain amount of authority and as time goes on, if you're unable to handle the pandemic or you start doing things like enforcing quarantines everywhere and people start rebelling or basically just do general dick of shit, um, your authority points start to go down. That makes sense. And you start, when it hits zero, you fail the game no matter what stage of the cure you're in. Um, there's also a distribution mode after you fully research and develop the cure, you then have to distribute it. So manufacturing is part of it as well, and you can speed that up with certain perks. So it's a very much more of a race against time than the original game is. Because the original game, you can frankly take as long as you want, as long as the world isn't developing a cure already. Um, so it's... It's just a new take on the game. It gives it a fresh sort of spin that's interesting to play, at least for me. It's it's a game that you can very easily pick up and put down. It's not something that you yeah. have to invest a crazy amount of time into. So um, you talking about that reminded me of um, the fact that, like, obviously, perfect time to put out a cure thing, cure version of that game. Um, it will never stop being, like, I'll, I'll never stop being amazed by the fact that Pandemic put out an expansion or side game called pandemic hot zone north america that released in may of 2020 mm -hmm. yeah not the not the best look uh <laughs> what were you gonna no. say i'm sorry no no that's i was pretty much done um i picked up plague inc while it was on sale on steam so i got it pretty cheap um other than that i've been playing the usual stuff star wars the old republic I got back into League recently. I was talking about that earlier. And uh, I think that's it for me. Yeah. All right. I have kind of been all over the place. Um, since I since we've done a podcast, I've been playing a couple of different games, some on stream. Um, I know me, Kimono, and her friends went through the entirety of what's out currently in Labyrinthian or Labyrinthine, Labyrinthine. I always want to say labyrinthian, but that's a different thing. Um, it's a creepy little, creepy little game. Um, nowhere near as creepy as I thought it would be. Maybe I wasn't as creeped out because other people in the game were more terrified of things than I was. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's a point. Is in that the, why you can't play Phasmophobia with me? Yeah, I need to play games with people that are more terrified because of I'm things than me. Constantly threatening the ghost. <laughs> I mean, I did near the end there, but that was just because that motherfucker would not appear for us. Um, so at I don't want to be spoiling. Everything else in the game is relatively like I guess you could find connections to what it like is resembling of in in I almost said real world, but like in known uh not myth, legend, legends, I guess sure. Uh one of the there at one point in the game in like the most open part of the part of the game there is a cryptid, straight up cryptid. Um, my mind is blank on what it's called, but, but I have a cute, adorable version of him. Um, <laughs> and like when I saw him, cause his arms in it are full on bone arms and he's supposed to be terrifying. I was really upset because all the that other characters, like... when you die, that looks like one of the monsters from the Witcher. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Um, it's called a Leshen. Leshen. At least that's what it's called in the Witcher. <laughs> um, because it's kind of Windigo. 
is how in my I, I looked at it as a Wendigo, um, mm-hmm. because I think that's actually what this guy is supposed to be is a Wendigo, um, and I would oh yeah I was really upset because like every other character you go up you you or every other villain villain monster you when you die there's a cutscene there's like a jump scary level cutscene. Uh, mm-hmm. They hadn't created the cutscene for him yet, so it was just a blank screen. <coughs> Sorry, um, and that was really upsetting to me because I'm like, I I joked about the fact that I wanted to die to see it. I I was like, oh hey buddy, I'll give you a hug, um, <laughs> and like I got up to him and he killed me, and I'm like, oh I didn't even get to get a hug from him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just black screen. And I'm like, all right, fine. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I'm excited to see what else comes from it because it it is a it is that perfect level of scary. I think um, keeps keeps you on edge at some points. Like there's a section where you have to go through and find pieces uh, within a set. Basically, you it's different kind of mazes almost. Um, mm-hmm. In one of the mazes, you have to find all these different little talismans to unlock the door to get to the next part. And there are two creatures that are always moving and roaming around. Um, and you never know how far away they are from you. So it kind of helps to have other people so you can be like, hey, we're distracting them over here. You finish that puzzle, move around, do this, do that, whatever. Um, but yeah, that I, I, I would recommend that. It's it's early in production, or production, in development. Um, so a lot of is not there, but I think it's cheap enough that it's not too bad. Um I mentioned, I think we were live, but we weren't recording the podcast yet. Uh, maybe. I can't remember. All I know is that we started playing up, and I am going to be getting back into more Sea of Thieves. Um, I absolutely, I, I, I missed it. I forgot how much fun that game was. And now that there are all these progression bars, which is just leveling up and different little missions that you can do, I'm like, I want to do this. I want to get more of this. I want to unlock more things. Um without spending money on it because i've already spent like 40 bucks on this game uh Mm -hmm. which you know what and and this is my not defense but the way i feel about spending money on this game i never paid for this game this is a game that we all got for free day one on game pass um yeah and to me that's enough reason to be like fuck it sure throw some money at it support them um because i mean i've loved rare for years uh speaking of which I put the money down and I got an entire skin, basically all the skin pieces for that sounds weird. Um, the Banjo Kazooie boat. So my boat is all kitted out and fucking Banjo Kazooie shit. <laughs> <laughs> I also bought a cat. Um, Cause you can have pets in the game. Now I bought the skins for my weapons. That makes everything look like bananas. It's called mm. the crunch, the crunch pack or something like that. Um, I highly recommend it. It's all fun. And I had enough money because I bought like the, the bunch of coins because it was on sale. I just ended up buying the um, season pass, season one pass too. Because I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll get a couple of extra things. Um, especially if I'm planning on playing it more. So, uh, yeah. but the only other yeah. thing that really I want to touch on talking about game that I've been playing gaming wise, um, Hitman 3. Hitman 3 finally came out. I'm so mm-hmm. fucking excited. I'm enjoying... I, I've already replayed the first level like four times. I haven't gotten any further. I've just kept replaying the same level because there's so much shit that I like finding and fucking around with. 
Um, like, mm-hmm. I literally watched someone else do a Let's Play, and I'm like, I didn't even know that was there. So I went back and mm-hmm. fucked around with it more. Um, it's very much like Absolution, right? And the fact that there's, like, a million different ways to kill a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they said later this month um, the level import system will be over on PC as well. I have it on Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to buy it again on PC. I probably will because I did that for the last two games. Uh, I, I just The Hitman series has always been one of my favorites. Um, if you've ever listened to me on this podcast, you, you may know that I enjoy murder simulators. Very much so. Uh, so if you ever get a chance to play Hitman, I highly recommend it. Um, usually they go on sale a pretty decent amount. And I would even recommend just going ahead and buying the first two to play through because it does have a cohesive storyline. In uh, mm-hmm. this third one, kind of focuses on story a little bit more than any of the other ones. I feel I feel like has ever been focused on before. Um, but it's just it's so good. the The things they've they've polished up and just the smoothness of sneaky murder in this game is so good. But yeah, that about wraps it up. You got anything else you want to add, Nate? Before we Shut clock well, out and you go watch WandaVision. One last thing. Um, I just went over to my Xbox game bar here to install Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. And um, I scrolled down the page and looked at the reviews. <laughs> the most helpful five star review, most helpful, favorable review. Subject, yes. Content, fun. Five stars. <laughs> exactly. Was that my review? no this is just a review from august 9th of 2020 it literally just says yes fun (laughs) i agree i agree (laughs) i mean that makes sense right like you don't need more than fun in some games we've talked about this as long as you have fun fuck it it could look horrible so here's here's a neat little thing here apparently they're releasing a bonus already but I see here, any players that set sail between 10 a.m. GMT tomorrow, February 5th, and 10 a.m. GMT, February 10th, will earn themselves the Obsidian Drum. Ooh. So you can get a drum for free just by, I guess, logging in and playing for a bit. I probably already have that then. Because <laughs> we played last night? Yeah. Um... But I'm installing it now, so yeah, it shouldn't I'll take too long. play some with you and whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the only two games currently I have I reinstalled after the whole debacle with my hard drives uh, was Sea of Thieves and Master Chief Collection. (laughs) (laughs) Which, thankfully, I have a huge hard drive for that, so I don't have to worry about it. Yes. Well, hopefully we can get that sorted out soon and possibly get your new rig. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, well, thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Talco. I know it ended up being a long one. I know I keep moving Nate around, too. All right, goodbye, everybody. Um, <laughs> as always, if you like what you hear and do, you can follow us on all the social media. Uh, we've got a Patreon. We have, in, if you see the link over there, over there, um, we have a coffee uh, where you can buy us a coffee and help us, and more specifically, me, um, fix slash replace the space time taco hub pc um eventually get on there we want to if you don't support us through like a patreon or anything else 
uh, we want to hopefully be able to like upgrade all of our systems so we can all have the same sound system and, and headsets, not headset, but microphones and all that. So we have consistency throughout because that would be great. Um, I'm not saying Nate's stuff isn't good or my stuff's not good. I'm just saying that it, it's always better when it's we consistent. could have better stuff. Yeah. I mean, my wait, yeah, you have what mic do you use? I'm just using this one on my Corsair headset. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad. I'm using this lovely. I do have a blue snowball as well, which I haven't used in a while because the quality is about the same actually as this headset mic right now. So until I upgrade to something that's condenser based like a Yeti, maybe that'll work. I believe you are muted. I muted it because I didn't have oh. all the sound happening when I was moving the mic around. <laughs> You can get these dulcet tones with a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> I hope at least someone has an erection now. Um, Welcome to our ASMR stream. Get fucked, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's actually a compliment. That's not like a go fuck yourself. That's like a get fucked, nerd. Mm. That's just how we greet people now. Hey, get fucked, nerd. Uh, <laughs> Just got you. Got to get up into the microphone and just whisper it into their ear. Thank you for calling Microsoft Tech Support. Get fucked, nerd. Get fucked, nerd. One eight hundred. Get fucked, nerd. It's too many letters, but I don't give a shit. Or oh, wait, yeah, numbers, letters, whatever. This creeped me out. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Palco. <laughs> I have been your host, Chris, aka Time Lord Burrito, along with uh, Nate. Go inside and play video games. Uh, please don't let this happen again. <laughs> <laughs>